Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, friends, it's Courtney. Welcome to the Ancient Health Podcast. This is going to be a really quick solo episode, and it's on a topic that I'm super passionate about on fertility and female hormones. Now, there are so many studies on hormones, but there are an equal amount of women out there that are struggling with their cycles month to month. And as a result, they're struggling with fertility. I can't even describe the number of women that it's just heartbreaking to hear their struggle with conceiving. And I think that there's been a big gap. There's been uh, so much miscommunication and misunderstanding of what our cycles really should be. Even from the get-go, when you think about learning about your cycle, the menstrual phase is often really deemed to be a terrible time and it's going to be miserable and you're going to have to just get through it. And I think we need to really have a different mindset around our cycle and really start to work with our body and understand what our biology is trying to do for us. It's pretty incredible, actually, to think about what our bodies do on a month-to-month basis. So I want to look at this from a traditional Chinese medicine perspective because I think it's going to give you a different level of appreciation for your body. And I hope that it helps you connect with yourself because at the end of the day, in order for you to experience the best health possible, you're going to have to get to know your body. You're going to have to understand your physiology. Like, what is your body trying to accomplish? It's not trying to break down. It's not trying to make you feel miserable. So if you are, there's got to be a way for you to help step in, understand where there may be some gaps. And to be honest, when it comes to fertility, when it comes to hormonal health, I think we create a lot of problems. I think there's a lot of environmental things. There there are things beyond sometimes our control that we're exposed to or that we're just not aware of, but there are also a lot of patterns and lifestyle choices that are inhibiting our hormones to do their job. So what I mean by that is as a female right now in this modern day life that we live, we pretty much do for the most part, the same thing week in and week out. We try to eat the same foods. We count macros. We show up in the gym. We lift weights. We do the same workouts, hard workouts. I've never seen women work out so hard in my life that I do right now. And yet they're still struggling metabolically. So there's a huge disconnect right there already. And so we're showing up, we're working, we're running our households, we're doing all of these things. And it's the same cycle, day in, day out, week in, week out. But I'm here to tell you, our bodies do not operate like this. In fact, if you look at nature, the way nature is designed, everything happens in rhythms. The tides come and go, the Morning goes into the evening. The different seasons of the years roll around over and over again. Everything has a cycle, same as your body, right? We even talk about moon cycles, and we know that there are different components of the moon cycle that allow the earth to become more fertile. So this is a really incredible dynamic, and we're just crazy to think that our bodies aren't as intelligent as the nature around us and that they're not responding to these rhythms. And I think sometimes it's like a band, like a symphony, you know, and you've got all these different instruments and you've got like one or two things that are just playing out of tune. And that's all you can hear, right? It's like everything else is kind of trying to do its thing, but you've got like the trumpet and the saxophone going off doing their own thing. And it's like, it sounds terrible, right? 
that's a lot like our hormones. And we've got two different opposing forces of our nervous system. We've got the parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest. And we've got the sympathetic, which is our fight or flight. Well, in order to have balanced hormones, you cannot be in that constant sympathetic tone. You've got to be able to go back and forth, parasympathetic and sympathetic. It's not terrible to be one or the other, but it's terrible to be a lot more of one than the other, right? We need a good, delicate balance. And the rest, digest, and reproduce phase is oftentimes the one that is way out of balance. We are far more uh, sympathetic dominant than we are parasympathetic. And this can wreak havoc on our hormones. Now, what does that look like day to day? I want to walk us through the seasons and I want to show you that you will experience four seasons in the four weeks of your cycle. And if you can understand what your body is doing each week, I think you're going to be able to make better lifestyle decisions that are going to support your hormones that will not only make you feel much better, more productive, but also support fertility because I've never seen a time where more women are struggling with fertility and that's so incredibly heartbreaking. So Let's start with the first part of your cycle. This is your menstrual phase. So we start that on day one of your period. This is what we call the winter season. And if you think of winter, it's more of a time that you're inside, right? It's cold out. You, you know, the days are shorter. It's darker. You want to be on a couch curled up with a book. So think about what that season really embodies. That's the same as your body, right? Your body is resting. It's, it should be a time where you're doing more introspective work. It's also a time, and this is a study that has proven that the right and left sides of your brain, those hemispheres of your brain, actually are the most balanced, which means that you have a high level of connecting more factual and emotional things. So you can make good decisions. You can actually take in a lot of what you've done, a lot of where you want to go, and you can make sense of it. So this is a time to slow down and honor that part of your cycle. Instead of thinking that it's going to be miserable, I'm going to be on my period and I just need to get over it, take that week and know, hey, this is a week where I can set intentions. This is the week I can show up for myself. I can really be in tune with my own body's wisdom. And I can start to plan for what I want to do in the different weeks and seasons to come. Okay. So let's move into spring, right? Everybody loves spring. This is the follicular phase. So this is where estrogen and testosterone are starting to increase. You're going to have improved verbal skills. You'll be able to problem solve a little bit better. You're going to have increases in energy, right? The days are getting longer. You're more productive. So this is a great time to plan on executing on certain projects or doing speaking engagements, right? This is the productivity. This is what I call like getting out there and just getting the work done, right? Hands and feet to your tasks and getting the work done. This is the greatest time to work out. Metabolically, you can actually uh, consume less calories, but put on more muscle, burn more fat. To be honest, you know, if you're not messing with the toggles of poor sleep, um, maybe traveling a ton, things that would disrupt some of the recovery. This is where a lot of women are going to get a lot of traction. Like you do not need to go schlepping, you know, weights and intense workouts every single day of the month. If you can show up in the gym and put in good efforts during the follicular up to the ovulatory phase, you will see massive improvement in your lean muscle tone. You will burn more fat in this period. Your body is primed to do that. 
So take advantage of that time and know, hey, this is the time I'm going to show up for myself because I know I can perform. I know that the output is going to be there. Now, the ovulatory phase, this is summer, and this is really the peak of hormone. And for women, this is the part where they are feeling the best in their own skin. They're generally glowing. They, uh, they, they, this is a highly social time. This is usually when we're really into our partner where, you know, libido is really high. Um, so this is just a great time to really, uh, allow yourself to feel all of the energy that has built up to kind of the pinnacle, right? Ovulation is the pinnacle of your cycle. So that is what we call the summer season. Now, moving on from ovulation, from ovulation on, this is where it's really important for you to mind your body. And what I mean by that is slow down because the luteal phase, right? Estrogen starts to come down. Progesterone is going to pick up. Progesterone is more of a relaxing, feel-good hormone. So this is the fall season, right? Changing of the seasons. We're getting into fall. We're going to slow things down. If you're doing intense workouts in the luteal phase, you are not going to be metabolically burning fat like you would in the follicular phase. And there is data to support this. And I never knew I was a person in the gym every day. I was like, whether I'm tired, you know, or I'm, I'm, you know, running circles around everybody else, I will be in the gym. And I did my body a massive disservice for years and years and years. And I am really now starting to right the ship. But I have talked to women that have changed their workouts. They've changed their lifestyle. They are far more productive when they take a different approach week by week by week. Every week is a new season for me. So that's how I kind of want you to start thinking about your cycle instead of thinking about it as, okay, well, I've got, you know, three weeks of the month where I'm, I'm okay. And then, you know, I'm PMS and then I'm on my period and I'm miserable. And then I can get back to three weeks. No, think about it. Every week you have a different approach to caring for your body, because I promise you the end result will be that you are a more balanced person and you are a more productive person. And you are, you will have so much more appreciation for your body because you will understand hey, I'm going to show up for myself. I know I can say no to this. I know this is a yes. And your body will respond to that in the most beautiful way. From ovulation on, this is a time to do a lot of walking. It's time to do Pilates or yoga. Some of these more passive movements, kind of getting your body in, um, in, in a more rested state. It doesn't mean you have to stop doing anything because I know my high performers out there are, are maybe just like dying a little bit inside thinking that they have to sit still. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, don't go doing box jumps and burpees the week after you ovulate. <laughs> so let me know how you feel. I want you to take that one to the bank and, and, and make, and put it to the test. So ovulation takes you right into the luteal phase. Okay, so luteal phase is fall. Estrogen's dropping, progesterone is increasing. So during this time, make sure that you are caring for yourself. Now, from the luteal phase, we go right into menstruation and that's the winter season where we began. So what am I saying by all of this, right? We've got four weeks and we also have the moon cycle. So what's really interesting is that the moon, we have a full moon every single month. And a lot of times our bodies pay attention to this. You may not have realized it. If you, if you don't track the moon at all, or you don't know when the full moon is, pull it up on a calendar. And if you use some type of uh, cycle tracking app, look and see 
where you think you ovulate. And some people will know, some women know like exactly the day they ovulate. Some people kind of have an idea or projected. And then look at the date of the full moon, because a lot of times when you start working with your body, when you start working with your biology, your body will start to align and sync itself with nature. And that is one of the most incredible things. I even have chills thinking about it because it is so exciting to see our bodies respond to nature. I don't know if you can hear my child laughing in the background. This is a a home-blown podcast right here. Look at the moon cycles because many women will start to ovulate on the full moon. And this is called a white moon cycle. Now, some people will have their menstrual period start um, and that's a red moon cycle. But ideally, all things that are aligned and working well, our bodies become most fertile when the earth is the most fertile and that is on the full moon. So something that's really interesting there for you to look in if you've never thought about it. The takeaway from this little mini podcast is that if you have never thought about cycle syncing, you've never thought about approaching your cycle in a way that helps promote hormonal health, right? We talk about supplements and herbals and all of these things, and we'll do additional podcasts on where those might be the the best fit because sometimes we have an estrogen dominance issue, and sometimes we have PCOS, and sometimes Sometimes we just have terrible PMS or we have a luteal phase defect. We don't have enough progesterone. So we try to start figuring out how to move all of these toggles. But I can tell you, if you adjust some of the lifestyle stuff first, that may in fact move the needle on some of those downstream issues of imbalance that you're experiencing. Then we can talk about bringing in some of the herbals. Then we can talk about you know some additional therapies that might help your body help regulate itself a little bit better. So I hope this helps you. Map out your cycle, look at the seasons, and then every week go into it expectant that your body is showing up in a different way. How cool is it that every single day your hormones are a little bit different? Your body works so hard for you. Be so grateful and appreciative of it because it does the work and we don't even have to ask for it. So I hope that this has served you. I hope that it helps you, encourages you. Drop some notes, send us. Um, Uh, DM or tag us over at the Health Institute. Would love to know if this podcast is serving you. Thanks guys. And I will see you on the next one.